You ready to shine a light on mental health? Give me your keep going. I owed it to myself to finish the story. I was blown away. You feel it in your chest when he starts talking about his story. He had every opportunity to give it up. There's a brick wall in front of him. He just runs through it. That keep going moment. My keep going moment. That's my keep going moment. Let's keep going. Welcome to episode 31 of the Keep Going podcast. I'm your co-host, Luke, coming live from Maryville, Tennessee today. I'm here with my co-host, Pat O'Malley. What's going on, Pat? Back in the trenches again. Got Luke Wheat back from Australia, safe and sound. That's the only thing I needed to hear today was your voice, man. Everything's good. How about you? <laughs> no, I appreciate you, dude. Uh, I'm also glad to be back safe and sound. It took us about three hours, four hours to actually board the plane. A little bit of technical difficulties, which is not what you want to hear. Right before a 13-hour flight, but we got it over nice and smooth. So it was great. Glad you made it, man. Like I said, uh, it wasn't the same without you. I do have to shout out the several co-go uh the co-guests and co-hosts uh rich jurgen being one of them we had mikey we had jess we had clay just to name a few and they held it down and they picked up the slack so shout out to rich and shout out to all the guests and casey hints as well there were several that went on here so that was awesome but luke before we get going with the episode introducing sarah pausher today what did you do this week for your mental health Dude, I kind of got back into my yoga routine. So I noticed as I was traveling a lot for, you know, it was a two week kind of holiday that I had. So you're on a plane, you're off a plane, you're on a bus, you're off a bus, you're kind of always sitting down and, you know, you're seeing a lot of things, but you're not doing um, your normal routines of either exercising or stretching a lot. So this week, whenever I got back, um, I've been pressure washing a little bit, which can be tough on the body. So made sure to do some yoga. Um, and just really loosen up the muscles to kind of get my whole mind and body loose, ready for the no, day. Love that, man. And it's just getting back in the swing of things. I bet it was definitely a little bit of an adjustment period for you, I would imagine. Well, Pat, you know this. We talk, I mean, we talk pretty much every day until I went about MIA probably three weeks ago or so, and I was out of the country. But, I mean, you know, I was struggling a ton before the Australia trip. Um, things didn't go great. At the end of the soccer season, we had some conflicts with some parents and and figuring out how to navigate those situations. It was the first time I had to do it from the coach's side. Being um, a person that really wants to make everybody's experience with me as positive as possible, it was um, frustrating and, and uh, difficult to hear that people weren't always happy. But I think it really came down to control the controllables, right? I had to make the best decisions I could in the moment um, with the information I had. And, and man, it, it was tough, but, you know, we got through it. So I appreciate Pat um, for holding us down the last three weeks as, I, as I've been a little, um, a little down in the dumps. But, but my man here kept me up and he kept keep going, keeping going. So that was dope. We appreciate you, Pat. Well, Luke, as always, man, you're your own strength, man. Uh, leaning on your support group helps when your bar might be a little bit lower. Um, I think you touched on some great things there. Controlling the controllables. You didn't let it ruin your vacation. You didn't let, you didn't get reactionary. You didn't let those triggers affect you too much. And now we got through not only the tough times, had a great vacation. Now we're back. So 
lesson to be learned here. If you have one bad day, you're going to have bad days. Um, I know Clay Duffy touched on that last week. Having bad days is expected, but you have way more good days than bad days. I think that perspective always rings true, especially during the summer when there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I guess for myself, this week was a little bit different. I tried to really get after it on the physical side. Um, I felt myself kind of getting the I deserve it a little bit. Like, uh, hey, you worked out three <laughs> or four times last week. Come on, man. Dairy Queen's down the street. You can just go over there. So I really switched up my physical routine, made it more fresh, and then added everyday core workouts, which, I mean, anytime you start seeing maybe a sliver of an ab, you feel good about it. So, like, <laughs> that's what I did this week. I focused more on the physical side. I didn't get the I deserve it. And uh, got some 15 minutes of core. And shout out my guy, uh, Nate B., uh, one of my homies that he actually got me doing that 15 minutes a day. So awesome. Look, stuff. Awesome. Anytime stuff. you can make sure you're not the verbal meme of I'd take that deal. Would you take that deal? I'd take that We're, deal about skipping abs. You know, you're doing good. And if you're adding 15 minutes a day, I got to clap it up for the boy right there. Yeah, man, that's been the focus. And like I said, shout out my guy, Nate B. He kind of talked to me about it and said, come on, man, you got 15 minutes. I said, okay, I'll do it. But before I introduce Sarah, I got to shout out her network, which the softball community we're coming to realize is unreal, strong. Luke. Absolutely strong. strong. Just not only that, but you just meet great people. Like we had our spotlight this week. It was another softball player. You know, it's just incredible how great the softball community is. But a reminder, Luke, now that you're back, we're not specialists. No, we're not. We're not psychiatrists. We're not psychologists. Look, we're just a couple of ex-athletes interviewing at current athletes and ex-athletes trying to open up conversations about mental health right and awesome. we'll kind of touch on the difference between mental health and mental illness a little bit later in the episode but that's all we're trying to do here right impact one person at a time that's it man well i appreciate you i'm glad to have you back and without further ado sarah Pauser, pop that camera on girl what's going on <laughs> hey pat how are you everything is great how about yourself good Good, doing good, good. Sarah. It's great to meet you, and it's great to have you take time out of your Sunday and, and join us today. Yeah, no, I really appreciate um, you guys having me on and meeting both of you guys. Well, I know Pat, but meeting you both. <laughs> no, no doubt. Well, hey, like we just talked about in the prelude, the softball community has been amazing, right? Like we've had several guests from the D1 to the D3. Now we got some D2 representation. But before we get to that, Sarah, what did you do this week for your mental health? Um, I always like to go on walks, like get outside, get some sun. Um, one thing that's huge for me though, is, uh, taking time to read the Bible at the end of the day. Um, that's a big thing that's been giving me like a lot of, like a lot of peace lately. Um, I was kind of slack in the past, like two weeks, but, uh, last night I was able to kind of dive back in and brought me like a lot of, a lot of peace. <laughs> yeah. Like shout that. out like the hot girl walk. The that's hot the, girl yeah, walk. Shout out the hot girl Bro, that's, that's what two months ago, something like a month and a half. Yeah, ago, we but. need to find what episode that was so I can timestamp it every time someone says they walk. Because clip that Sarah, in. I don't. Just I don't know if you listened to that episode, but there was a thing online. It went like pretty viral about like hot girl walks and how girls were getting out and they were walking and doing all that stuff and how they were raising money. It was a great cause. But me and oh, Lou, all that good stuff. Yeah, we'd be on the hot girl walk all the time. <laughs> Gotta walk the dog, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Get the dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Love that. And I love the prayer piece too. You know, finding, even if you took a week or two off, that's okay. I mean, life gets busy. 
get back to it. You know, it's good for your mental health. Luke, anything to add on that? I think having a, um, a faith aspect to your weekly check-in, it's just going to help you stay disciplined and it's going to help you stay relaxed and kind of in tune with yourself. So that, that's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, obviously I mentioned in the prelude as well that you were a college softball player, college student athlete at St. Leo. Um, <laughs> remind me what St. Leo's mascot it's a lion. It's a Go lion. lion. All right. <laughs> Go lions, baby. <laughs> yes, I love it. So tell me this. So obviously grew up, went to Elk Grove High School, Illinois, same high school as myself. The Pousher family has always been a second family to ours. But tell the listeners that may not know our story why you're on the podcast today. Um, well, like, I guess a little bit, bit of background about how I kind of ended up playing softball in college. Um, I kind of have an interesting story. Um, it's not your typical story for sure. Um, coming into high school, like I knew I wanted to play in college. My dad really wanted me to play in college. It was definitely a big dream of mine. Um, in high school, I was in varsity as a freshman. Um, I think it was my, after my freshman year that summer was like the first school that reached out to me. I'm on travel ball team. It was Northern Kentucky, um, and I wasn't too familiar with the recruiting process as much. Um, Definitely like really timid of it, I guess. Um, Around my sophomore year, um, more schools were reaching out. And I think beginning of that school year, my dad wound up getting diagnosed with Parkinson's. And that kind of like set me back a little bit um, in the sense of like what I wanted to do with my life and my, if I wanted to continue playing or what kind of what to do. Knew I still wanted to keep playing for him though. Um, and then rolling around about a year later, kind of got interested in nursing, kind of started th- thinking more about like what I wanted to do in college. And I knew like I had a lot of coaches kind of tell me you can't do nursing and softball because clinicals are the same time as season and it's just not going to work out. So I kind of had to choose at first, um, kind of wavering back and forth. And then my junior year, my dad winds up getting diagnosed with cancer then. So at that point I was like, okay, kind of had to give up the whole nursing, nursing dream. Cause I needed a scholarship at that point. <laughs> um, so wow. then the only school I kind of was able to go on a visit to was St. Leo. Um, but I mean, God does work in mysterious ways because I wouldn't take that experience back for, for anything. Um, I truly believe like I was super blessed with one of the best college coaches I could have ever asked for. Um, she was a, she's a lady. I mean, I could call her any day right now to this day. Um, she's more of a friend than a coach, um, but definitely, definitely very gritty woman for sure. Um, but it kind of broke my heart hearing, you know, friends, how they had, you know, terrible college you know experiences and, you know, the coach really can make or break your experience for sure. Um, and I was super blessed to have a, a coach that like was literally like a second mom to me. I think you hear that about any great coach in college, especially in college when you're spending, you know, two hours a day to four hours a day with a coach, right? High school is a little different. You get about an hour, hour and a half sometimes with some sports and that connection's still there. But in college you hear, you know, that social emotional connection is so important um, because they're really a rock for you and they can be if they, if they do it correctly. So that's, that's amazing that you had a good experience there. Yeah. Yeah. I was really lucky. I'd have to agree. Um, I think like a lot of things, people that you look up to, you know, if it's brothers, sisters, moms, dads, grandpas, grandmas, coaches, professors, the list goes on and on. It's always nice to have someone not only that has your back, but that you can learn from. Mm -hmm. And I think 
Sarah, if I'm understanding correctly, with everything that went on, obviously with your family and with the passing, obviously, you had to lean on other people during that time. So can you elaborate on that? Because every everyone that follows us has something going on. So talk about how you got through that, who you leaned on. I could never even imagine going through that. So go ahead. Um, I mean, truthfully, looking back, I think I was only 17 at the time. Um, I feel like that time in my life's a little blurry because I feel like it was, it was, it was an unreal experience to be honest to be, for that to happen at that age, it was especially like prime time in my life where I was getting like recruited. It was my head was spinning. My 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 whole world kind of flipped upside down. Um, kind of a little bit of everybody. I feel like had my back. Um, I I'm more of like a closed off person when it. And that kind of happened and I didn't want to like let people help me or like talk about it, you know, so I kind of mm-hmm. like to be in my little box in a way. Um, I honestly think just like taking like alone time with God kind of like really gave me like a lot more peace about it. Um, but I, I had so much support. I, I like I'm so thankful. I mean, Pat, even you and y- your family, too, like you guys are have always been like older brothers to me and always been amazing friends to my brother and just just everybody, I think, was there. And it was it was such a great like feeling knowing like I have so much support. No, I love that. I love that. Go ahead, Luke. No, I think anytime a, a traumatic event like that happens, you see communities rise up and kind of and lift people up. Right. Um, and now after going through something like that, you may be better prepared to help somebody else that goes through it in the future. Um, and you know how people lifted you up. So you're going to be better prepared to lift other people up in, in times of trouble. So, you know, um, there can be something to look forward to in, in the future about being able to help somebody else with that kind of uh, situation. Definitely. No, I agree. And I kind of got to fast forward a little bit here. I know you mentioned your coach at St. Leo. Talk a little bit about your college career. And we have hundreds and thousands of listeners that listen to this. Talk about some good times in college and, and what you did to really stay on top of your game, your studies, and everything that goes with being a college student athlete. Oh man. I mean, like our coach held us accountable right away with like GPA. Like, you know, there's the, <laughs> there's the level of, you know, being eligible. And then there was my coach's level. And if you came even surface to her level, like you were in her office, you know, doing whatever. whatever. <laughs> so it was really nice even having, you know, somebody, you knew for sure, like, okay, I'm definitely leaving here with a degree. Like she's got my back for sure. Um, so that was super nice. Um, oh man. I loved my team. It's definitely Again, like, I just feel like I had such a surreal, like, experience, even down to, like, the girls, the way, the way our coach, like, just ran the culture and our team, it was just, like, we just all were better people, like, 100%, like, especially, like, after what I went through, like, leaving high school, coming into, like, her hands, it was, like, again, like, had to have been God's work, because I don't know what I would have done if I had, like, one of those crazy coaches, for sure. So let me ask you this, and Pat, you know, being with NCSA and helping student athletes all the time find their right destination for them, you know, when you were visiting, like you said, St. Leo was one of the only places you were able to visit. Um, Did you have that feeling as soon as you stepped on campus, as soon as you met her, like, what were you looking for in that kind of moment, or did it just kind of happen? Oh, man. I mean, like, you can just tell right off the bat about someone's, like, a coach's, if they're genuine or not, like, almost Mm. initially, you know. I get it. It's a business hundred percent, but like right from the bat, like the whole staff was out like in Chicago all the time, like seeing me play all the time. 
And that meant a lot. And the whole staff was there too, but they like always took time to make like really personal like connections with you. And that's like a huge thing. And if it, you can tell almost like, it's like an instinct, you know, like when a coach is just about business versus like, they actually care about you as a human being, like 100%. If I give advice to any like girl in high school getting recruited, it's, you know, take the time to like really talk to the coach, talk, take the time to like talk to the girls if you have a visit. Um, and granted, sometimes like, you know, the, the girls, college girls, when you come on a visit, it's a little bit of a, it's not like real, real, you know, um, can't always <laughs> yeah. be completely honest, but I mean, like with our, on our side, we never had to like lie, but like, I just know some schools, you know, they can't. Well, trust your gut, right? Yeah, you trust, your, trust gut. your gut. Yeah, hundred percent. You can just, you could just tell right off the bat, whether it's going to be a good thing or not. But the second I stepped on that campus, it like, it felt like, okay, this is home. Like this feels I like, I just felt like so welcome there. So safe there. Like the staff was just unreal. You know, how many, Pat, you may know this percentage off your head, but the amount of people that play professional sports after college is slim, right? So mm -hmm. having a coach that held you accountable in the classroom that sets you up for the future um, really put those expectations in place because I really believe when you expect more out of people, they achieve more. Mm -hmm. um, that's an amazing thing as well. That, that's how my coach was at college. We weren't allowed to miss any classes, I think, freshman and sophomore year. My dad signed me up for all 8 a.m.s my freshman year. So so that was great. But, yeah, having people accountable for you and or helping you be accountable for yourself is awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. No, I agree. And I think that segues perfectly into what you're doing now. Because obviously we're out of college, you're in the real world, probably one of your first big girl jobs. Tell the listeners what you're doing now and how you got there. Oh man, I have a crazy, a kind of a crazy like little route I took. So hit, it, hit us after, with it. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Like I look back now again, like it's it's got to be God for sure. So right after I graduated, um, wound up staying down in Florida. I think I came home because it was the pandemic. Um, Came home for maybe like two months, then moved back down there. Um, I had pretty much like already kind of a job, like step in with enterprise. And I mean, if anybody knows anyone who works at enterprise, God bless their heart. First of all, but like, it's a yeah, I know a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a grind for sure. Um, but it looks great on a resume and you learn like every aspect of business. Um, worked in there for a, for a bit, uh, worked my way up pretty quickly, um, but it was kind of miserable. Like they wanted to extending the hours, the pay like was not meeting at all how much work we were putting in. Um, I had a friend that played on uh, the lacrosse team at my college. I was playing on his intramural softball team and he worked for a recruiting company and I was like, dude, get me a new job. And I wound up working for like an EMR company, which is electronic medical record company um, through him. Had a good time there. Um, just didn't feel like he was the right spot for me though. So I wound up leaving and then I started working for like an IT staffing consultancy company. Um, loved my boss, loved everything about it. With that, it was fully remote. Being remote with me, I thought I'd like it, but I can't just sit at a desk all day. Like I need to be moving, I need to be physical. Um, and then I wound up moving back home last year and being home, like my mom was having a bunch of surgeries. So I was having to take her to physical therapy and I was trying to figure out, you know, what's my niche. Cause like business is just not it. I've always loved healthcare. Um, I'm also a personal trainer too, like on the side, it's just like my my like little passion I like to do, but that would, I would personally never make that like a full-time thing. Um, so doing that while I was, um, working from home, I was trying to figure out and like, just praying about it, you know, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And then all of a sudden, like something just clicked with physical therapy. I was like, that's it. Like if nursing and personal training had a baby, it would be. A <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. it would be. Yeah. 
So I was like, this is it. So then this is another crazy story. I wound up like just praying about it. And I was like, God, man, if this is like it for me, like just give me a sign. The next day I go to the gym, I'm driving home from the gym and I see a little note flapping off my, my windshield. And I'm like, what the heck? And get out, I look at it. It's a handwritten note. This guy's like, I hit your car. Um, gives me all this info. And I look at the back of my car. I don't see anything. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to leave it. Well, then sure enough, like five minutes later, I realized like he messed up a sensor pretty bad. So I give him a call, super easy process. Like didn't even care about the car. I met him at the police station within like 15 minutes. And this is where it was like, just crazy to me. So me and him get to talk in nicest guy ever. And all of a sudden he winds up telling me that his daughter went to school, played softball in college, started working in business. She came home, hated what she did, went to school, for physical therapy. And now she's the physical therapist at Rush. And I was like, whoa like pause pause. Wow. i gotta stop this right where it is because i knew where this was going that is incredible but what i'm taking out of this right now is for our listeners it might not be the first door mm-hmm. it might not be the second door it might be a door outside of the house the town the state and the country listen to this testimony from sarah pausher here luke that is incredible go ahead no, a hundred percent. Like, and I think what's important for Sarah is she, she tried to do her best in every single situation, even when she wasn't feeling her best. Right. You know, she, she stuck to her process. She stuck to being a, 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 a boss person and, and knowing that she could do it. Um, and physical therapy, like you knew from this, you could tell from high school, you knew that you wanted to help people out. Oh, right. Yeah. So you did that the best way you could. Yeah. different avenues until you really found that niche right and and life's going to work out you stay positive if you wake up every day and say today's going to be a great day and you approach the day like that it's going to work out for you and i think your story is a testament to that 100 percent, yeah if you give everything you have in every job like that's a big thing too is people beat themselves up in every job and i'm like you can find the silver lining it's there you know yeah. but listen yeah. to you know your gut and what you really like and pursue it it's never too late too and you know, I'm going back to school now, um, you know, kind of grinding through, going through, going through it right now. But, you know, it's definitely going to be worth it in a few years. It's definitely discouraging for sure. Like, that's a huge thing, too. It's like after college, you know, if you don't like what you do, it's never too late. Like, I know it's it's so hard to hear, but me being super like independent person, it was it took a lot, like almost of like just putting my pride away. Like, who cares? You know what? Like, I'm going to be 29 if I get into if I hopefully get into school um, when you when you get into school. Yeah. When I get into school, I will be a physical therapist when I'm 29. And like hearing that sometimes is like, oh my gosh, but you know what? Like it's better than 39 or 49. It's, but it's That's right. Late. It's all about That's the right. perspective. And I think on this earth, we are given a certain amount of days, right? And we either get to max them out or we get to let them go by. And, and sometimes you feel like, ah, that was a zero day, right? And, and that's just what it is. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. The time, money, and effort, it could waver. You might have 70% one day. You might not have money in the bank yet. But I love your perspective that knowing that it's going to be worth it and I'm going to worry about today. 100%, yeah. Luke, what do you got there? No, I'm proud of you. I think whenever you – I was talking to a friend about this the other day. Um, when you're like 15, 16, 17, you think 26, you think 27, you think 30 is, is this super mature age and this super, like everybody's got to figure it out. And like, honestly, for my case with 
you know, everybody I know from college and everybody I know from high school, like a lot of people are still figuring it out. Right. And the, the fact that you have a good direction to go, no matter when you'll be done with the actual degree, but, but you know what you want to do, you know, you want to help people, you know, you know, you know, you want to make people be more accessible in their lives and things like that and be able to move around better and be able to feel less pain. Like no matter how long it takes, that's such a, an inspirational thing. And it's such a positive impact on people's lives. I think it'll be worth it. So just knowing what you want to do, that's, that's huge. 100%. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Hey, I'm, I'm super inspired already. Um, I got a couple more things I want to cover. I'll be conscious of your time. But something that we ask all of our guests every week is why they keep going. You know, we've touched on a lot of good things, a lot of tough times so far in this conversation. But I'm going to ask you, what's your keep going moment been and how'd you get to it? Um, 100%. I mean, my keep going moment is like my dad, you know, just I knew what he wanted me to do in my life. I knew you know, I wish he could have been there for a lot of things in my life, but I know regardless, like he's still up there being able to watch it just with a different seat. Um, just doing kind of like living every day kind of for him and kind of, you know, whatever honors God in my life, whatever it is, like that was a big thing too. It's just being able to like, kind of like let go and let God, I know it sounds super cheesy, but it's so true. And the second you do that, you feel, I personally feel so much peace in my life. Um, so that's kind of like keeps me going every day. It's just relying on that. I'm just loving your strength in this episode. <laughs> I, I, I really am. Like, I, I think how you put yourself together daily with everything that's gone on and all the twists and turns is not only inspiring for athletes, but everyday people. So thank you for your vulnerability and how you've gone about this conversation. Luke. No, hundred percent. I think, you know, when your back's against the wall, when you're in the corner ropes, like you have a couple decisions, right. You can kind of give up the fight or you can keep going and, and deciding to keep going that that's a true testament to your character so we're really glad you decided to share your story with us today thank you guys I really appreciate that of course and before we let you skate um i say it every week but our listeners it, they listen for the guests if it was me and luke i mean we would have been done with this back in yeah. the fall like our guests <laughs> Two episodes are much, done <laughs> yeah our guests are fantastic and you're cut from the same cloth Tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, one, and what's going on on your end that you want to share before you wrap up? Oh, I mean, yeah, if, I, if anybody ever wants to, you know, talk or if they need anything ever, like fully reach out to me whenever on Instagram, whatever, social media. Um, what's going on in my life, you want to know? Just, yeah. What did you jump on the pod? Well, how should I put this? When you jumped on the pod, have you said everything you want to say so far or are we missing something? Yeah, I mean, basically, like with college athletes, too, a huge thing is like finding that your your niche right after college, you know, you're used to, especially for girls, too, right? Like guys, especially with like baseball, for example, like they still have like hope they can get drafted. They have all these different leagues they can play in with girls like my softball girls after college, you know, like a big thing is like really coming to peace right after you graduate with, you know, kind of hanging up the cleats and that's it. Like I'm done with the, the sport type thing. Um, you know, listen to your gut, like listen to your heart. Um, you know, take time for yourself, take time to finally do what you want to do, especially like with working out. It's a big thing too. Um, you can finally have that freedom. It's a big thing. And mental health is huge for athletes because some people have been through the ringer and now they're in this kind of, you know, little, little weird zone right after they graduate, but, you know, take that time for you and take that time to like, really just do what you want to do for a little bit. You're young. You have so much time to be able to figure out your route. 
That's what I would say. She, she said, give me that FaceTime. I'm going to take it. I love it. That's right. <laughs> yes. Luke, say goodbye to Sarah. Sarah, I love you. I love your family. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Of course, Luke. I love your family. People, yeah, people are going to be impacted by this. Just know that. So we appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for this have podcast. A, too. You guys inspire oh, a lot of people. Oh, of course. And have a great rest of your Sunday. And it's the guests that make it. So thanks for being a great addition to that. <laughs> of course. Thank you, guys. No problem. Take it easy, Sarah. Later. Bye. All right, Luke. So first impression of Sarah Pauscher. Go. Boss, dude. She's a boss. <laughs> she knows what she wants to do. She she wants to help people. And that's such an admirable thing. I love I love having people on here that want to help other people. Jay Glazer um, says it every week, man. That that's servant right. leadership gets you out of the gray. Servant leadership. So, and everybody's done something good for another person. And that's probably one of the times that you felt best in your life. So making that your vocation um, is just an amazing thing. So uh, real quick ad read here for community. Here uh, we go. Bring it Denver. back. No, I was talking to Matt Roberts the other day. Um, founder of a community company down in Athens, Tennessee, man, they're, they're, they're building a positive culture within their community, doing things to help out their community. I'm um, putting on events, um, putting on ramp nights, having kids out, stuff like that. So we appreciate Matt and uh, his team and everything they're doing down in Athens. As always, we'll link their shop in the description below. Um, they're a great small business in Athens, Tennessee to, to um, give a little bit of, a little bit of your time to a little bit of your money to, and, and, you know, purchase some of their merchandise because they are, they're truly doing a great thing for their community down there. Couldn't agree more. Shout out Matt, the whole gang over at community and shout out all of our partners and sponsors, power pipe hitting, homegrown designs. The list goes on and on. We love you guys. We appreciate it. And Luke show a little swing action too. Uh, <laughs> you Perfect. know, trying to get that path right. You know, <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. Well, Hey, while I got you here, let's jump right into that social media KG shout out of the week. I'm about this one, even though it's the Yankees, we're going to put that aside. I'm not second. saying nope. anything about it. I'm not, not saying, saying a word. So the New York Yankees are partnering with Morgan's message. Uh, they're playing the Washington Nationals August 22nd through the 24th, their weekend series. Um, ticket holders for that series through a special link, which we'll kind of put in the description. Um, if you want to go to a New York Yankees game on August 22nd to 24th, um, you can purchase this cap that has the green Yankees logo on the front and then a Morgan's Meshes logo on the side. And I like this for a couple of reasons, right? On a micro level, um, you're like, oh, that's a weird Yankees cap. What's that on the side? And that starts a conversation about mental health. It's super easy, super great work in right there. Um, if you're ever nervous about it, it's, it's you know, something to draw people's attention. Um, on a macro level, I love the fact that opening gates and opening doors for mental health companies to partner with professional sports teams. So two different reasons, micro and macro, you know, personal level helps conversations, macro level, hopefully it's helping more mental health companies stay partnered with professional teams that kind of get the message out there. What do you think, Pat? Luke, I love that. I love the conversation piece. I love the donation piece. And I love the baseball piece. And every time we got Morgan's message involved, we know it's a slam dunk. So shout out to Morgan's message and everyone over there. Uh, what I want to touch on today is shout out my guy, Alex V, actually in Accountability Partners 32. 
He's actually gone from an everyday runner to taking on the Bank of America Chicago Marathon coming up here. Dang. So I'm going to go ahead and throw the donation link in the show notes. He has his why. They've already raised over $100. That goal is $17.50. You better believe that I'm going to be donating and supporting my guy, Alex, after the episode today. So we'll throw the link in the show notes. Alex, we got you, brother. You are inspiring, and thank you for all you do. No, 100%, Alex. Thank you so much, and thanks to your dedication, man. Um, I can't even imagine running a marathon, but even one that big and that kind of prestigious, that's going to be unreal. I ran a 10K, Luke, and I don't know if I'll ever get farther than that. So, <laughs> so oh, Oz, we'll see. Oz, we'll see. I guess time will tell. But last but not least, and I will wrap us up. We do want to go into the Luke Wheat KG mailbag of the week. The question this week, Luke, from our listeners, what's the difference between mental health and mental illness? Go ahead, Luke. So, yeah, we, we found a really cool resource on this one and just wanted to touch base on it as, as the conversation about mental health opens up more. Um, and the kind of way I like to think about it, Pat, you can tell me if this is how you like to think about it. I think about mental health kind of like you have a different um, insurance for dental and a different insurance for vision and you have your overall health insurance, right? You've got three different aspects there. You could think about mental health as another offshoot of one of those, right? You do some maintenance, you do some little habits every day that kind of keep you in check for your mental health, whereas a mental illness is more of a permanent thing um, for people. It, it affects the way they think, feel, behave, or, or interact with others. Um, there's a lot of different mental illnesses that can affect you in different ways with different symptoms. You know, bipolar disorder would be a mental illness and things like that. Whereas, you know, mental health is some days you're feeling down in the dumps and, you know, what's your habits to kind of pull you out of that. So what do you think that? Yeah, I think mental health is exactly what you described, right? There's ups and downs and there's good days and bad days. And a lot of things like when your bar is low and your bar is high, it's, it's kind of just how life goes. Right. And, how yeah. your mental is affected. A mental illness is, is diagnosed by a mental, like a, a professional, right? Someone that mm -hmm. does it for a living that can address that. And it may be permanent, but there are things you can do to make it better and yeah. make sure that not only you're getting better, but you're having more good days than bad days, being in the blue more than the gray. I think we talk That's about right. it all the time. So I think that was a great question, Luke. Fantastic answer. And I will wrap us up today. Luke, anything else you want to shout out before next week? No, man. I just want to shout out the Keep Going community. Um, shout out Rich and shout out all the guests that were on the last four episodes. I appreciate you holding the fort down. And, and thank you to you, Pat, too. No, oh, man. Hey, we're nothing without our team. Very similar to how the yeah, mental 100%. health world works. And honestly, today, I thought Sarah was fantastic. But everyone is fantastic. We love you guys. We wouldn't be possible without you guys. And Luke, above all else, man, keep going, brother. Keep going, bro. Appreciate you. Love you. Oh, I love you too, bro.